On this week's episode, I sat down with Sarah McCullough, a good friend of mine and fellow lover of fitness, to dive into some of our favorite strategies for incorporating health and fitness into each day. Sarah and I both fell in love with fitness while balancing school, jobs, relationships, and of course, a social life. We spoke about transitioning out of college and into the real world, what kinds of fitness we enjoy, and how we stay motivated to give our best effort each day. We had a lot of fun recording this one together, so I hope you enjoy this conversation with Sarah. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. Today, I am joined by my good friend, Sarah. Sarah, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, super excited to dive into things with you. Before we get started, why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your journey with fitness? Okay, sure. Um, hi, everyone. I graduated from SUNY Oswego with my bachelor's in health promotion and wellness, where I kind of found my love for fitness and Um, being active and just living a healthy lifestyle. Um, I'm currently a nursing student um, at Rockland Community College pursuing my nursing degree and I work at a hospital. I do patient care and um, I love it. I love being with my patients and really passionate in um, helping people and um, I'm excited to just be on here today with Julie. Um, That way we can just go over some healthy things that we do and the way that we like to live our lives and yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sarah and I have very um, similar stories in terms of like both studying exercise health related things in undergrad. We both were college athletes. Sarah played softball. So we've both kind of gone through that transition of like waking up one day and being like, okay, what now? Like, what do I want my fitness to look like? You know, like there's not necessarily a sport that's driving it anymore. So I want to start talking about working out and movement, how we make time for that in our day. Let's talk a little bit about morning routine because we know that's crucial. What is your morning routine like? So I would say um, for my morning routine on a regular basis, I always try to just stay within myself and just maybe plan out my day on a slower day. On a day that I might have some freedom, um, I'll get up and like this morning I actually woke up and I had some extra time and I walked right out the door. I find like just being in the like sunlight and just mm-hmm. being outside. I walked right outside my back door and I just like stood there for a little bit, stretched. Like it was just so nice to just like let the sun awaken me and you know how they always say like the light is what kind of like wakes you up in the morning. So um, that was nice. And then I also did get some movement in this morning. I went to the gym. So ordinarily when I have work at 5:50, I don't make it a point to wake up at like four to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I kind of just have a routine where I go in the afternoon if that's the case, but um, I do like this morning I went um, to the gym in the morning just to get a little activity in. It was really just like an hour and then it kind of jump started my day to start being able to focus on like my school and what I wanted to achieve today. Yeah, 100%. Two things that you said there that I love. First thing is getting sun in the morning. You are blessed with, we are hanging out in Sarah's apartment right now, and she has a beautiful back deck that gets really nice sunlight in the morning. Mm -hmm. But if you have the chance to get out in the sun, I've talked about this before, the science behind it, but like you said, the sun is the most powerful driver of waking us up. Mm -hmm. So literally just exposing your skin and your eyes to the sun, even if you're sleepy, you'll find that it's energizing. So that's great to incorporate. And yeah, when it comes to exercise and going to the gym and doing your daily movement 
it's really important that it can be anywhere in your day, right? Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about like, what do you feel like is your optimal time to go to the gym in terms of on the days that you work or on the days you have school? Like Mm -hmm. what days do you go to the gym? Let's talk through that a little bit. Me, my mindset is like, I like to wake up and I kind of have like a plan or I know what I want to do for the day. And I love achieving it and getting everything done and going to the gym. Like, that's what does it for me. I would say that's, like, my optimal, like, that would be a happy day for me. Is I have my list, check things off as I go, and then, like, it's almost like a reward. Like, I don't see exercise. And I've been I've been kind of talking about this, too. Like, I feel like exercise is, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I don't miss exercise because it's abnormal for me to not exercise mm-hmm. or just be physically active. It's, like... It's like, oh, do you eat breakfast? Yeah, I do every day. So why wouldn't I exercise? Why wouldn't I go mm-hmm. for a nice walk? It doesn't have to be something that I don't like necessarily enjoy. There's so many different forms of exercise. Doing what feels good for you in that moment is important. And I like that you reward yourself with it. Like just taking on that mindset, even if you simply tell yourself out loud, like I get to exercise, I mm-hmm. get to move my body you can retrain your brain to think of it as an empowering thing and a reward rather than a chore. And that's definitely something that I think a lot of us take on this negative mindset of like, I've got to get to the gym and I have to do this. And sometimes you're not going to get there and that's okay. Like give yourself some grace, but that's really cool that you see it as like a reward at the end of the day. And I've been listening to a lot of people that are speaking about productivity and when you're balancing all these things, like what's the best way to make your schedule and a lot of people say that your morning and the early part of your day should be spent on like what requires the most brain power Mm -hmm. so for you if that's school if that's work if that's mindset like do that stuff when you have the most brain power when it comes to the gym of course you need motivation you need to get yourself there you don't want to be asleep but like once you're there like your body's gonna do it Mm -hmm. you know so i agree i've i've transitioned a little bit too if i don't mind that later workout friday nights is like a date night at the gym for my boyfriend and i and it's perfect because it's the end of the week we're exhausted but you get this burst of energy when you get to the gym after a long day or a long week yeah you know going back on what you said about rewarding yourself with it it's it is rewarding like just to know like you got through your day you did everything you get to reward yourself to go to the gym but like with everything in life just thinking about it like like you said i get to do this like just like everything like sometimes I'm like with my nursing friends and we're like this is terrible like Mm -hmm. I don't want to study eight hours today but like my mindset is I get to study eight hours Mm -hmm. today I'm in nursing school because I worked my butt off to get here yeah and I'm excited to be here and I am grateful that I get to show up to class because other people don't and I think that for me is kind of something mentally that I've worked on um recently that's kind of made a world of a difference like in all aspects of life even like my job like little side note but like my job can be stressful I work in a hospital and sometimes we have an overcapacity of patients and what gets me through the day is knowing like I get to help someone today like I get the opportunity to be here and like help people and I kind of just like trust in the plan that God has for me And on those days that are more stressful, that, you know, a lot of energy gets taken out of you, coming back to, like, having those routines of movement, of exercise, it's such a great way to reset your body, too. And even, like, winding down at the end of a long day, 
although going to the gym is an, an activity that ramps up, up your body, ramps up your nervous system, it's also a great way to clear your head of all the stressful things that you did, all the busy things mm-hmm. you did with your mind, you know? Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to dive into as well that I think is super important is choosing fitness-related activities that you actually like. Mm-hmm. There's so much pressure out there on social media, on advertisements about what's the best gym, what's the best workout, like what's the best diet, all this mm-hmm. stuff. At the end of the day, it's about finding what's best for you. So. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced like transitioning from a college athlete to now and your goals changing? Have you kind of gone through like different periods of figuring out like what kinds of exercise you like? Are there things that you used to do that you don't do anymore? Like talk me through that a little bit. I'm like itching to answer this question (laughs) because it's just like it is a journey. Like 100% like figuring out what you like, what's good for your body, what serves you. Something I've been saying like very recently is... Like, if I start to do an exercise one day and it's not served, like, does this serve me today? That's literally what I ask myself. I'm like, is this serving me? Like, if it is, great. If I don't want to run one day and I want to lift instead, so be it. I'll lift instead. Like, I know for myself that the ideas that I had around exercise and working out when I was in high school are very different than now. And even in college are different than now. You know, I used to think that every workout had to be a hundred percent and you know you have to do those runs on the days that you tell yourself you're going to do the runs but in reality like some days you're going to wake up and say I don't really want to run you know I want to do lifting instead Mm -hmm. or just going through this process of like I think letting go of past beliefs is important too like are there any beliefs that you had in the gym or exercises that you used to like force yourself to do that you've let go of because you feel like they don't serve you anymore yeah I feel like on a daily basis I find like different things that aren't serving me like I know at one point I loved lifting like exercising my back and then the next week chest will be my favorite like I like to mix everything in Mm -hmm. but at the same time like I used to run a lot um also like we have had the crazy experience of living through um COVID and being at home and having to work out and I would say like that was a really in like inspiring time in my um workout like life because being an athlete I was always doing like fitness as a team or like working out like with high intensity training Mm -hmm. and like that's kind of what you focus on when you're an athlete and then all of a sudden I'm not an athlete anymore and I'm like oh okay like now I guess I'd do whatever I want. So, like, I would go to the gym and I would do my runs. Um, my workouts typically consist of, like, three to four days a week. Um, I try to do, like, one-day cardio and then I mix it up back, thighs, chest, like, whatever I feel like for... I kind of... I wouldn't say I'm really strict on, like, what I mm-hmm. what I do, but I do what I want to... What I feel like I would like to do for that day. Um, yeah, I, I'm completely with you on that, and... I really like that you mentioned that like your main goal is three to four days a week in the gym. That's another thing is a lot of us put so much pressure on ourselves that like you need to get to the gym every day or you need to do a hard workout every single day. Mm-hmm. But it's going to create a better relationship with fitness and exercise overall if you let yourself have those rest days, mm-hmm. you know, let yourself have that time off. Yes, definitely. I found not pressuring myself to, and it, it hasn't always been easy for me to say three to four days. Like... I would say a year or two ago, it would be like, I would want to be to the gym like five or six days and like not take a rest day if I'm tired. 
Yeah, and it's definitely a tricky balance because planning is important. Like you said, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you you plan your day, or maybe on Sunday you plan your week. That's something that I've been starting to get into. But you also need to understand that flexibility is really important. You know, as much as we want to plan and we're going to say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym on Tuesday afternoon Mm -hmm. and Thursday morning and Saturday, when those times come and things come up, you need to be able to be flexible and not get upset with yourself when you didn't get there because maybe you had a hard freaking day at work or maybe you were up all night studying and you just don't have it in you. That's okay because taking that extra time for yourself now means that you're going to show up better later or tomorrow or the day after that, whenever it is. Yeah. That's been a big transitional thing for me lately Mm -hmm. too because it it is hard, you know? Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because I've had always had a planner and like you write down your stuff and then it's like, I'm getting stressed about not doing, like planning is supposed to make us more stress-free, but then it could be terrible for you if you turn it into a negative by over planning and like trying to be so strict to, I have to do this. 100%. And you know, one of the big things too, I feel like with planning and being flexible is also like when it comes to nutrition, you know? the rules with fitness in general are that there really are no rules like you get to create these boundaries for yourself you get to create your standard for yourself when it comes to exercise when it comes to nutrition but i want to start diving into food a little bit because i know it's something that both of us have become very interested in Mm -hmm. um and you know prioritize to some extent but again having that flexibility and being able to you know celebrate or Mm -hmm. have this food that might not be great for us whatever it is but When it comes to, you know, making time for fitness, I think one of the best nutrition-related tips is to start your day with a good breakfast. Definitely, like, an underrated thing. I know you like to eat breakfast like I do. Some people don't like breakfast. That's okay. But there's a lot of benefits of having a good meal to start your day. What do you like to have for breakfast? Why do you feel like it's important? I love oatmeal. And if you've never had oatmeal, I suggest you go and have some oatmeal. Yeah, don't sleep on oatmeal. I'll be doing that. (laughs) Um, It's almost, like, so easy, especially for me when I'm at work, because I go to work and I'm there at 6.30. Every night before I go to work, I get, like, a little container, uh, and I pour some oatmeal in it, a half a cup, and then I I make it at work. I bring honey, I bring um, chai seeds peanut butter, and then I'll have like a fruit, banana, raspberries. I would say I have this probably 90% of the time. I find that I have the energy that I need, and I think that also comes with eating the food that I fuel my body with. Like I'll have oats in the morning, and then as the day goes on, I'll have a clementine, and I always have cheese sticks. And my nursing friends would say like, Sarah always has food. Like I'm always holding like food I always have like a granola like I don't even know if I have protein bars that often but I'm always having fruits all cut up um uh peppers just I don't know it's just that makes me feel good yeah that's what I do definitely and fueling your body throughout the day is so important for productivity in any realm of life but especially pertaining to this conversation of like having the time and the energy for fitness Mm -hmm. a lot of people when they're not getting to the gym the reason is I'm too tired and it's completely warranted Sarah and I recognize that like we don't have kids like we don't have all these other Mm -hmm. things going on that you listening to might have as a barrier but if you're simply feeling tired and that's what gets in your way look at your lifestyle look at your food look at your sleep look at these other factors that might be influencing your fatigue because if you can feel less tired 
maybe you will get to the gym after work or maybe you will wake up a little bit earlier to get some movement in in the morning you know and food is a big part of that that's something that um i speak to a lot of my athletes about patients about so many of us aren't eating enough on a regular basis and then you ask the question well then why is everybody overweight because then we go and we binge and that's a whole nother conversation but moral of the story is if you feel your body throughout the day not only will you be more productive and have more energy and time for fitness but it's simply what your body needs too how do you make sure that you always have the foods that make you feel good with you like are you preparing them the night before are you packing a lunch box like just kind of walk me through those things that you do so I would like to say that I food prep a lot but I actually can say I don't I buy when I go to the grocery store I have my If you know me, you know I'm always on the run, up early and home late, so having a three-hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process, so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash provengrit. That's drinkag1.com slash proven grit. Check it out. Um, veggies that are easy to pick. So I cut up peppers in the beginning of the week. Like I have those easily accessible. I always have oatmeal in the morning. I always have that fruit. And then easy things that I always grab, like a tangerine. Um, I always have cheese sticks. I'm always like... Cheese sticks, I'm just going to interrupt you real quick, are so underrated. Guys, if you like cheese sticks, I talked about these on another episode where I talked about grab-and-go protein options, and everybody thinks cheese sticks are like a kid food, you know, because when we're little Mm -hmm. kids, we peel them apart and we eat them, and I still eat them that way. (laughs) Um, But listen, if you need more protein in your diet, cheese sticks are a great source. Get like a skin mozzarella cheese stick. And I'm just I'm just giving you that permission right now if you're listening to this and you're like, I like cheese sticks, go buy them, put them in your lunchbox. It's a great snack yeah. to have during the day. But go ahead. What yes. else are you p- kind of packing with you? For lunch, I usually like to have a salad. So I do prep that the night before. Um, I don't have it always. Actually, my lunch mostly at work consists of my dinner the night before. Mm. So I do like cooking. So like I pretty much would say I cook dinner five to six nights out of the week and I know it's hard like oh my god aren't you so busy like you're out of school and everything I just like 
kind of like the way I make time for exercise is how I make time for like cooking. Mm -hmm. Um, and I actually like enjoy it. And then like my boyfriend and I, we sit down and we do eat dinner every night and that's just kind of something we've made a point of doing. And then from making like the dinner, I have hopefully leftovers if he doesn't eat it all. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, my boyfriend doesn't even, Giovanni, if you're listening to this, he doesn't even know what the word leftovers like is like I, that man has never left a single speck on his plate but I love leftovers too so I'm totally with you on that if I do and like even like my boyfriend he would be like seeing me like put my stuff to the side and I'm like don't touch this this is my food tomorrow yeah that's a great tip though and that's I love that you like openly said like I don't meal prep because meal prepping it's a great tool for a lot of people it's something that I recommend if somebody's starting out with trying to eat healthier like it's a good place to start but it's so not necessary like I just like always have like snack food because I I don't know about you but like since I've been on this journey of like eating like basically I would say eat like three meals and then like two healthy snacks throughout the day and Julie and I both will say we don't eat perfect all the time yeah I'll go to McDonald's and yeah somebody's like oh you want a mcdonald's like sure (laughs) yeah i don't know it doesn't make me feel good though so like i usually don't crave it after that Mm -hmm. like maybe i'll crave it once in a while but um yeah and that's a good point too i think a lot of people they see healthy eating and i'm saying healthy with air quotes because that looks different for everybody but it sounds really difficult to be like i only eat the foods that are good for me and it and it makes it sound like you're punishing yourself right but if you take the time, like, challenge yourself for two weeks to, like, truly eat what you think of as clean foods, like, what you think is going to make you feel good, once you've experienced, like, a couple days straight of eating good, and you notice that increase in your energy, and you notice that your workouts improve, and you notice that you're sleeping better, it's like a drug, like, you're hooked on it, and you don't want to go back to that shit, it's not because, like, oh my god you're so disciplined like you eat healthy food it's like no like it's addictive because you don't realize how crappy you felt until you feel good I I laugh when I look back at college and like if I could go back I wouldn't change a damn thing about college Mm because it was amazing shout out Scranton but like Mm -hmm. I was eating god knows all the crap like Mm -hmm. pizza when you go out cheese fries all this beer like all this stuff and I look back and I'm like whoa like how did I get through that like Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I have, like, some gut issues now, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, take some time and and experiment a little bit. Find the foods that make you feel good, mm-hmm. and you're going to be hooked on it. And food is such a powerful lever to pull to improve other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. We're talking here about making time for fitness, making time for movement, making time for the gym. Mental and physical energy is so important to get you to those habits, and food is a really big part of that. Now that I'm intuitive, I just, my body like almost rejects it. It's like if I eat something that's bad, it's like, that didn't make you feel good, Sarah. So don't have that again. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. It's almost like I have, like my body has wisdom uh-huh. to tell me like, yeah, I don't think you need that. Or like, maybe you should have more fats today. Maybe I should have some avocado. I talk all about awareness. Like awareness is so key when you want to make any change in your life when you want to improve your health you need to become self-aware and our body is an expert communicator we totally underestimate the like impact that our how our body feels can have on our decisions 
And yeah, you're completely right. The problem, I think, is that so many people are in this chronic state of mm-hmm. inflammation, of sleep deprivation, of low energy, like whatever it is, that they don't, they're not aware of it because it's constant, you know? And it's, you have to see the light for a little bit first to realize like what you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I mean, I go through the same thing now of, I'm on a journey right now with my nutrition where I'm like journaling my food, not tracking calories, but because I'm trying to figure out like what's irritating my gut, like what's going on. And again, it's not something that everybody has to do, but taking those little steps can make a big difference for the rest of your life. We keep coming back to this, but like if you're listening to the Goal Set Mindset podcast, you probably want to like improve your life a little bit. You know, this is like a self-help type of situation. You got to check your food, guys. You got to check your food. You got to eat what's good for you. Our physical health and our mental health could not be more interconnected, Mm -hmm. you know? So there are some strategies that I have. I'm curious what kind of strategies you have for mental health. One thing I want to talk a little bit about that we touched upon earlier is rest days. Mm -hmm. Rest days, not just from the gym, but also just kind of like rest days or periods in your day of like, calming down you know maybe pushing the work aside pushing the gym aside like do you feel like you kind of work those into your schedule or do you feel like you find value in that i used to like be so strict about oh i can't take a rest day today or like oh i already had a rest day like i don't even think about that anymore like i've been on this journey for so long just trying to grow and get better every single day and at this point like if i don't feel like fit like going to the gym serves me that day I just don't go Mm -hmm. and like if I don't like feel like it serves me it's for a reason like I feel like I've found like a good and I haven't always been like this I'll say it again a good happy medium where I know like when I do need the gym and when I don't they need because we are just so busy and everyone is going going and yeah you need to let your body rest you need to recover you need to let your body have the ability to like restore its energy yeah 100 percent. and yeah i mean it's super important just to listen to your body like we mentioned like have some discipline have yes. that that awareness where you ask yourself you know when you get that feeling of oh i don't want to work out mm-hmm. check yourself for a second like look yourself in the mirror and be like all right am i just being lazy or like am i am i tired do i need this time mm-hmm. and sometimes you're going to get sure. it wrong you know sometimes you're going to take that rest day and wake up the next day and be like you know i probably should have worked out because now i have all these other things to do but then other days you're gonna push yourself to the limit and then you'll feel crappy for like a few days after that resting isn't something that like by resting like we don't mean like you're gonna go like sit on the couch all day Mm -hmm. by resting we mean like what are you gonna do for your mental health that day what are you gonna do for your your being like and whether that be something like if you like to read go like read a book outside if it's nice out or maybe do some stretching do some yoga spending time outside is so valuable too like there's totally something to be said about connecting with nature the way that you feel just from moving your body and the way your body's going to thank you for getting that movement in is great and it's not excessively stressful on your body like yeah it's good to put stress on your body in times like that's how we grow and that's how we prosper but at some like we do need to let ourselves rest and yeah give ourselves that time yeah definitely and 
spending time outside too it's like it's also one of those easy to grab things you know it's a it's a low-hanging fruit is what i like to call it of in order to get outside all you need to do is literally walk outside like wherever you are right now like if you're at work if you're at the gym if you're at home like hopefully you're not locked in a cell somewhere and you can actually go outside like when i'm at work i'm in a hospital for eight hours so like i get a 30 minute lunch break and i always find myself outside everyone's like oh you're going like you don't want to eat in the break room i'm like it's not that i don't want to eat with you but i need to ground myself 100 percent. i'm I'm so glad you make that time for yourself because it is hard especially when you have like almost that pressure of like where are you going like keep you know doing you keep staying with that because that's really great Mm -hmm. now let's go back we talked about it a little bit but talking about sleep um Mm -hmm. so important for our mental well-being for our physical well-being do you have any kind of like boundaries that you set for yourself do you try to prioritize your sleep this is another thing i know it's always an ongoing journey but i'm curious what your habits are like around sleep i make it a point like to get my eight hours of sleep and if I'm waking up at 5.50, I set, I have, like, the thing on my phone where it, like, does, like, the eight hours before, and it's, like, bedtime reminder. Yeah. It's so extra, but I'm, like, all right, like, it's time for bed now. And then it actually, like, turns my phone, um, silences it, so I don't get any messages. Using that function on the iPhone, I think that's something that a lot of us don't take advantage of. My phone does go on Do Not Disturb, but I don't have that, like, wake time setting. Mm-hmm. It's so valuable. It's, like just that little reminder from your phone of hey it's time to start winding down Mm -hmm. maybe that's all that you need silencing the notifications you know our phones are designed to grab your attention Mm -hmm. multiple times and for a long period of time so if you find that you're aimlessly scrolling on your phone at night it's not your fault it's made that way Mm -hmm. so do yourself a favor put it on do not disturb put it to the side and exactly, your brain's going to turn off a little bit easier, which is going to allow you to sleep better. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good point. And, you know, prioritizing your sleep isn't always easy. Getting eight hours isn't always easy. But if you can at least have those habits to make sure that you're getting good quality sleep mm-hmm. by, you know, turning off the phone and things like that, it's a great place to, you know, at least make sure that you're getting the most bang for your buck around mm-hmm. sleep. And definitely getting that sunlight in the morning, it's really helpful as well to just energize your body, you know. Mm -hmm. One tip in terms of fitness, if you are somebody who the time that you have to work out is in the morning and you have trouble doing that, a really motivating thing that a lot of researchers have shown is setting out your gym clothes the night before. Yeah, so before you get into bed at night, if you know that you're waking up at 6 a.m. to exercise, take out your sports bra, your leggings, your shoes, put it in a nice little pile, And when you wake up in the morning, it's right in front of your face. That little bit of motivation, that little bit of a cue is going to allow you to be more productive. And like if you're listening, like I would just like my biggest advice is set yourself up for success. And like if you don't feel like you want to prioritize sleep, like that's that's up to you. But like you're going to do what you want and like what you're passionate about. So like. Julie and I just speak about these things because, like, we are just, like, we feel good doing them. So, like, if you feel good doing something, do it. Like, and if you're not sure, like, try to, like, like, our journey did not just start yesterday. Like, we've been thinking like this because we both have been health majors, like, PT and nursing, and I was a health promotion major. Like, we just have been learning so much about this that we've kind of molded it into our brain. But if you're interested, just, like, research a little bit. Reach out to us or... 
follow people on Instagram who have healthy habits and that show these types of things and educate yourself and do what feels right for you. Yeah, definitely. That's the biggest thing. You know, Sarah and I are not experts by any means. Mm -hmm. This is all just things that we've been through, things that we're interested in. And Mm -hmm. I, my whole premise of this podcast is to share information that I find is so valuable, you know, that's helped me, Mm -hmm. but everything is individualized. So when, when you go online and you're looking things up, you know, get advice. There's a lot of great people out there trying to help you, but always check in with yourself because Mm -hmm. we are so individualized. What works for you might not work for me and vice Mm -hmm. versa. One more thing I just want to touch upon in terms of like mental health is Mm -hmm. what kinds of things do you do just to create that positive mindset for yourself? I would say mental health has been the biggest thing to grow for me. One thing that helps me and like this is kind of personal, but like if it's very slept on, like if you I see a therapist and I don't know if I just want to bring it up on here because if you are someone that's like looking for something like that, like reach out to someone or you can even ask me about it. Like, I was the last person to want to talk to a therapist my whole life. Just, like, speaking to someone has helped me just, like, talk about all the crazy things that go we go through on a day-to-day basis. Like, like doing laundry. Like, who would have known that I would be stressed about, like, oh, my God, I have laundry to do. So, like, why am I stressing about that? Like, little things that, like, I kind of talked myself through, in, whether it be a friend, whether it be a family member. Just, like, talking about, like, what you're feeling and validate, like, validating that your thoughts and everything are true and yeah. valid. Um, so that's something that's helped me. And I think over the last couple of years, I've grown a lot just, like, kind of with myself and self-understanding, self-awareness. Like we spoke about earlier, when you're more self-aware, you know what you're putting in your body. You know how you're reacting. You're more aware of how you're reacting in relationships. Um, I would say that's something, and then I definitely, I love your motivational gratitude, like, so this morning I woke up and I wrote gratitude, like, I don't do it all the time, I'm not every single day, but gratitude and, like, um, when I was writing gratitude, I did, like, five things I'm thankful for, and then I'll do, like, something that I feel like will keep me focused throughout the day, just like little things like being like writing things down helps like a lot thank you for sharing all of that especially you know that stigma so to speak people call it about seeing somebody and seeing a therapist you know recently i've talked to a couple of friends just about being more open about our mental health and how we're doing and Mm -hmm. creating this awareness and i've been surprised by some friends who have told me like i'm seeing a therapist because in my mind i'm like why do you need to see a therapist but just like Mm -hmm. you said like it's so great to just talk to somebody and Mm -hmm. even just talking to a friend about the fact that you're thinking about doing that and kind of talking through that is great and thanks for being a fan of gratitude I Mm -hmm. can't believe that I've been doing it for so long it's totally part of who I am now and um it's so powerful and exactly it doesn't need to be a daily thing but every once in a while just even just thinking about it going for a walk and asking yourself what's what's good in my life right now what am I grateful for Mm-hmm. your brain becomes what you tell it you know self-talk is like a real thing mm-hmm. our brains are physical beings as well so by talking to it with positive things like it's going to begin to think that way yeah so very powerful it seems like it's such a small thing that you do your gratitude but i think in the bigger and like in the long run it's definitely changed so much about you and just made you like even more of a positive person mm-hmm. and you already are so positive 
Thanks, girl. No, it definitely has. It's it's really been amazing reflecting on the journey and so many awesome things, Sarah. I can't believe how much we can just like talk about and nerd out over. And I know there's so many people listening who are in similar situations to us that are going to get a lot out of this episode. I want to just finish with one final question that all of my guests receive. Mm -hmm. This podcast, the Goal Set Mindset Podcast, is centered around setting goals and achieving them with the principles of passion, perseverance, and performance. So tell me, what's a personal goal that you have right now, and how are you working towards it? So, I have so many personal goals, but I'm just going to say nursing. I want to become a nurse. You will become a nurse. (laughs) I will, manifesting it. Like, I have been struggling through this nursing program and, like, working my butt off. And, like, I'm so passionate about treating, like, seeing patients and being with patients. I love my job. And it can be stressful, but, like, I still love it. And I can't wait. Like, I can't even imagine the day that I graduate. And I'm just going to be so proud of myself. Like, it's going to be really great I'm definitely working towards that so that being said like every day I have goals to go forward like to become a nurse so like every day I wake up I'm like okay what am I going to do today to get one percent better and it's either do an assignment or read a chapter in my book or just like honestly I just think everything has to go into play with becoming a nurse like even going to be active physical physical activity taking care of my mental health like everything is a factor and that's just I'm just trying to like be the best overall person I can be and like that's awesome Sarah I'm really (laughs) proud of you and one thing that I'm thinking of right now every successful person everybody in the personal development space will tell you if you want to be successful you need to find your why And what you just said, the fact that everything in your life right now, everything that you do, you can draw into that goal. You can say, this is going to allow me Mm -hmm. to become a nurse and to be a a good nurse. Mm -hmm. That is your why. Mm -hmm. So that's really awesome that you have that, that you found that, and you are going to achieve that goal because you Mm -hmm. have that why. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Now, Sarah, before we wrap things up, tell the listeners where they can follow you, reach out to you, support you. Yeah, um, I have a fitness account, Esmic Fitness. You guys can follow me there. Um, my personal account, too, is um, attached to the link there. You guys, definitely connect with Sarah on Instagram. Follow her journey. One thing that Instagram has given me is a community of like-minded people. It's, it's really awesome when you can scroll through your feed and see people that are working to better themselves. And Sarah is one of those people as well. So check her out. Let's support each other. And Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. I really think listeners are going to enjoy this one. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation between Sarah and I. And I would love to hear if you can relate to any of the challenges that we've faced or any of the habits that we have around fitness. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you shared it on social media and tagged Sarah and I so that we can thank you for the support. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we will be back next week with another episode.